a virgin machine. It is a virgin machine. <clears throat> it has been barely used. Okay. All right. Does anybody still look at porn on a desktop anyway? <laughs> <laughs> Zoom with somebody today that was on a desktop. She said her desktop is a PC and her laptop is a Mac. And I said, "How in God's name do you do that on a daily basis? I, that's crazy making." That's where. This came for you to my house. Little postcard. Oh, nice, cool. Um, you know what's a special form of chaos is people who tweet from their desktop. Oh God. You know. <laughs> Well, I mean, like, Facebook is specifically for desktops, yeah. I feel like, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. I've done some desktop tweeting. Oh, yeah, you know, you feel a little more freed, a little more liberated. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> oh, my God. I haven't really slept in three weeks, friends. Lord God. I'm sure you can see the, the circles under my eyes. Yeah, all I do is cry. I'm wearing sunglasses because y'all don't want to see this. <laughs> I'm having hot flashes right now. <laughs> That's all I do is cry and try to cast spells, honey. I'm going through the chains. <laughs> I feel like. Good. God damn, not a single one of us is doing good. God damn. Usually we 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 strike at some kind of balance. Somebody's usually doing good, at least yeah. one. No, not this time. Not today. Not today. Um. Again, if you're doing good, fuck you. Uh, yeah. <laughs> if you're having a great week, uh, we are not the same. There are some people having a great week, though. Yeah, that's true. Um, for example, um, <laughs> Mitchell, liberate, Mitchell McConnell. Exactly. Fuck <laughs> him. Liberals are having a good week. They uh, see light at the end of the tunnel. Well, before we get Do into they, it, they think they're kicking out Melania and her husband. Melania and her husband, Donald <laughs> Donald John Trump. Is it sexist to refer to uh, Melania as Trump's wife? I don't care. <laughs> Is that I, I have no interest. I don't well, you care. know, there's been all this speculation as to whether she's even real, you know, <laughs> because there's been so oh, many. Really? Well, there were Is like she a deep fake. Melania's a deep fake. Buzzfeed in, even went into like an investigation about really? it to prove that there How was. How long ago? Like two weeks ago, because there's been all this speculation that there's Melania doubles. Let me tell you what today's episode is going to be. It's going to be me saying what. <laughs> Because I have been un so unplugged from the internet. You're like the guy that got lost in the field for three days on Hee Haw. Well, exactly. I decided what I wanted to pitch to you all is that I take on a new role on the podcast, and it's uh, a version of that guy who's been out in the woods so long, <laughs> he only knows about cancel culture and not COVID-19. Yeah. That's who I want to play. Um. Okay. And I know essentially no I do know about COVID nineteen because I'm wearing a mask, but basically nothing else. All right. You could play that role pretty well. Yeah. I mean I, I wish the audience could see you right now. You're wearing a flowery dress, sunglasses and a leopard skin mask. Well <laughs> You look like you've been hiding from the feds. Oh uh, well I have. I am still. Okay, hold on. Keep talking the second, Tanya. I've gotta get this level. <sighs> These glasses are too big on me, they're gonna keep falling. Okay. Well, we should have known. We should have. All I got to say about the election is we should have known Lil Wayne was a Republican when he made that rock album. You know what I mean? Very heavy. Uh, <laughs> Wait, bro we, country vibes. When did we find that out? Last week, he like took a photo with Donald Trump and said he was supporting him. Really? <laughs> oh, for taxes or something? I think it was right. I don't know. Does Lil Wayne have tax trouble? Seems like he does for some reason. Uh, yeah. Oh, shit. I left my computer inside with all the data on it. Fuck. Not the data. The data. The data. 
the election breakdowns. I wanted to dig in to the election. Breakdowns. I am having an election breakdown. You're right. That's exactly what this is. Yeah. Well, I am too. <laughs> like I said, I haven't really slept in three weeks, and I feel very distant from everything. But yeah. I just from your own I'm, reality. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, look at me. <laughs> Insomnia. I, I don't know that there's a worse condition, honestly. It's terrible. I just went to a building that wasn't the Lexington Kroger for the first time in <laughs> nine months. It was disorienting. <laughs> and then I got stiffed at the window. They wouldn't let me. Here's the thing about fee grabbing I hate. is sometimes they fee grab and they still won't let you give your money. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. You got a printer in here? Can you print out a thing, Nance? I don't have a printer. No, that, no it doesn't matter. I'll be closed by the time I head out. That's fine. That's okay. I do not have a printer. I'll just be another two years before you see any money from Let me go my truck. <laughs> go yeah. register in Lexington. Show them. Yeah, so I did this in five minutes in the city. You can probably do it online in Lexington. Oh, Jesus. How is the Kroger? It's there, man. Still there. People keeping a good distance from each other oh, in the Kroger. Hell no, nobody, nobody, nobody cares about this anymore. Truly, man. One of the very first things I did when I moved to Whitesburg was I participated in this protest at the courthouse, where it was with these people who lived out, I think, on like Millstone or something, who didn't have clean water. Oh, I know. And our whole thing, like our whole protest gag or whatever, it was we went into the courthouse and filled up a bunch of. Uh, gallon jugs of water with water out of the water fountain you know what i mean it's some oh, sort yeah. of like symbolic thing yeah. it was a complete failure i mean nothing no <laughs> one cares <laughs> because honestly people probably do it all the time it's probably totally normal let <laughs> me ask y'all a question can you recall an instance of direct action actually getting the goods that we've yeah. done i'm sure oh, i'm okay, sure okay us i'm yeah, sure that we are done. people i'm talking about us no uh, well didn't we actually win that nationwide permit thing Oh, yeah. Even though it felt like a no. slaughter in game time. I think you might be thinking of the stream protection. Yeah, role. something like that. Something like that, yeah. Uh, Well, there's not a prison here. That's well, true. That is a historic victory, but we, there was no DA involved. Well, well. I, I will say that the, mm-hmm. um, that the 2020 has been the year of right-wing DA. Have you guys noticed this? Like, there's two forms of right-wing direct action that have arisen in the last couple months. The first is the water caravan, right? Everybody knows the beautiful boaters. You know, they go out <laughs> oh, yeah. right. nation's right, right, waterways. Right, right, right. Right, right. Where they sunk in a lake. A bunch of boats. But the second kind is kind of a left-wing tactic. Uh, shutting down highways. You know, like, they, they'll do the, the large... So they're on land and sea. They've got caravans on land and sea. Yeah. That's oh. all. They're only. It is kind of wild that they're so committed to climate change that all of their <laughs> tactics involve uh, wasting gasoline. Yeah. <sighs> wow. It's pretty dope. I guess we did. I mean, there was the demonstration at Pikeville. That was some DA. But, but like, doing some DA and then them immediately being like, yeah, we coalesce to your demands. Here you go. Here's health care. Uh huh. Here's no prison. <laughs> well, it never works like that, really. That's that's a fool's tale, Tom. Yeah, that's right. a long game. That's again. not how things happen. That I mean, great. I'll tell you, some DA that I saw this year that was terrific was uh, banning landlords from the building where you file eviction notice. 
That was fun. That was that good. was one of my That's faves. Good. That's good. <laughs> Literally, just blockade them sons of bitches and their clipboards. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> that was good. One of the funniest DAs I ever saw was when um, someone dropped a Blue Lives Matter banner from the overpass in Whitesburg. Perhaps mm-hmm. the earliest uh, right wing <laughs> DA yeah. that we've seen. Maybe. Well, I don't know if you guys have noticed this, but they now have a hub in downtown Whitesburg. It's the arcade. They all the the Trump people hang around there, and they like have a jeep that they get in, and it has a bullhorn on it. Oh yeah. And they ride around town. Vote Trump. Vote Trump. Vote McConnell. What are they going to do? What are they saying now? Well, Stop the count. <laughs> Stop <laughs> yeah. the count. I saw something that, like, there was two protests going on last night that one of them was saying, Stop the count, and one of them was saying, uh, Resume the count, or something oh like that. Oh, my God. <laughs> right here? On two sides no. of the street. <laughs> Probably. But they were both God. Trump protests. They were both right-wing protests. They were, like, in different cities. I think one was, like, in uh, Detroit. Uh, Stop the count if you're in the Midwest. <laughs> Keep counting if you're in the Southwest. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> That's now, what that's what Trump wants. <laughs> I was just telling someone this week that the the like loud and proud Trumpers in downtown Whitesburg are greasy frat boys. They are, and I would honestly love to fight them. <laughs> I could absolutely take them. I mean, I may not be able to go many rounds, but I'm a count I'm a, count a, my back. I, yeah, I'm, I'm counting my bad back, <laughs> but with enough pills in me and uh, twenty years worth of unresolved trauma you catch about 20 years <laughs> worth of what yours son yeah i don't want to be on the business end of that me neither yeah. and i have been for 20 years 20, <laughs> 20 years 20 um, long ones i had a huge laugh about johnny ray turner losing to somebody named johnny l turner <laughs> imagine <laughs> he took the l from johnny l johnny turner. l turner imagine if your dad was named johnny w turner yeah i know because mine is a lot of Johnny I've Turners. seen all these signs and just like, I feel like my dad's just haunting me. <laughs> so bastard. A lot of Johnny Turner's in the halls of power. Yeah. Well, well mine never was. No, I, you know, so the funny thing about living in Whitesburg, and I wrote this thing this week for Verso that kind of took this position, but the funny thing about living in Whitesburg is there's not a single election you could have voted in this year that was not already predetermined. Really? Well, not a single one. Oh, well, I got a question well, for you. that's not true. The, the Supreme Court... Kentucky Supreme Court justice. That's the only one that. Oh, uh, did Wright win? I don't know. No, he didn't run this year. Oh, it was a different. Chris Harris and Connolly, I think. I don't even know who oh, that other right. dude is. I literally just saw his sign next to Mitch McConnell's sign everywhere I went in town and just voted for the other guy. Did Harris win? I don't know. I, haven't I thought Harris was kind of progressive. Am I crazy? No, I think he's the. Yeah. Well, he's a, the. He's, he's like the liberal. As, as in Kentucky, as, yeah, 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 we're basically, uh, yeah. But no, I mean, but look at it. Every city council member, with the exception of one, forgot to file for re-election. I was re-election. about to say, how did city council shake out? <laughs> God, I've mean, like the damn Wild West. I got at least four or five write-in votes. I know that. Incredible. So Did we get a did we get a councilman uh, Oakley Fugit or? Oh, that would have been good. Uh, they've posted the results on the Mountain Eagle, but it's behind a paywall, so I don't These know. Sons of bitches! <laughs> didn't you have? A, didn't they kick you? Did they kick you off your subscription? Um, no, I have a print subscription. I don't have an online one. Have you started think. getting it again? I got yeah. the online. Okay, you want me to see who the? Yeah, talk amongst up. yourselves, and I'll figure out who our council is. What right. is today? Didn't it come out yesterday? Oh wait, no, never mind. Never mind. I do know because I saw this. It's not been decided yet because they're still counting votes. 
Really? How many boats do they have to camp? I know, that's what I'm saying. Like 20? Like 262 gets you in, from my so, experience. I saw, I, I'm still on Instagram, but the only, really there's, the only thing on Instagram is just, election-wise, it's just like, keep voting, keep counting, <laughs> keep your head up, I don't know. But um, I did see a meme that said, just a little fucker. I know, squirrel. we got a squirrel to interview here. Someone put up a meme that said, this is fucking ridiculous. Uh, America's Got Talent or whatever it is. The Voice. Which one is it? America's um, Top Voice. <sighs> Fuck. America's Next Top Voice. I forget. Voice of America. I don't know. My mom loves this fucking show. The first one, the first singing competition they did. America's Got Talent. Is American Idol. Yeah, American Idol. Yeah. American Idol counts 130 million votes during a commercial. <laughs> commercial break. <yeah. laughs> during a fucking commercial break. But this all has br- took me back. Like, I'm a, I've honestly reverted completely back to primary mind because um, I couldn't fully process this general election. So I've been living back in the primary, fueled by hate and thinking about all those failed apps and shit. Just like all this oh, ridiculous yeah. Yeah. shit and how there's probably a ton of that going on that we won't even hear about. Yeah, you're right. The absolute just we, the, we keep saying this is a failed state, but the real issue here is this is many failed states. In dozens one. of in failed one. states yeah. all piled on top of each of big failed states. <laughs> the, big, the big failed state. You're absolutely right. Large lumps of shit on top of a massive pile of shit. Failed states of America. It, it's funny. It's, it's, it's sort of a... Uh, a cliche, but it is kind of eerie how Kentucky politics has predicted the national what happens nationally. Well, we don't know yet. I mean, it seems like it's shaking out that way. Let's <laughs> what, not, what What do you think's happening? Well, I'm just saying, like you know how like you have a uniquely repugnant figure like Matt Bevin gets like narrowly outjousted by oh right, right moderate right. Democrat. Yeah, and won't and will barely concede. Yeah, right. So you have that. Yeah, and then we'll fight it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Even though it's like. Well, I don't know if it's clear yet, but it's looking like it's more and more clear. And then you just look at, like, we got a Supreme Court seat come open in Kentucky we had to fill. They mm. had one we had to fill. What's another good example? Oh, God help us. Well, we got plenty of examples of the, the National Democratic Party ruining our lives. I mean, it's a... By force. That was what just sent me over the edge. What What the National Dems did this year to squash out... A true grassroots candidate. And their best chance to survive, honestly. Truly, their best <laughs> chance. The only hope that the Democrats have to survive, they have they have, they have, have worked harder. They worked harder this year to, to defeat Bernie and people like Charles Booker than they have to defeat Trump. That's all there is to it. Yeah. They're absolute maniacal maniacs. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, so that's the other election that you obviously won't be able to influence if you live in Kentucky is the... McGrath, it's the Kentucky Senate race. It's the Kentucky Senate race, which there's a lot of stuff. There's a lot to talk about there. So, um, so let's put our shovel in right here, <coughs> and uh, let's let's talk about the the event we knew was going to shake out this way, but somehow even managed to exceed my expectations. It's a landslide. I mean, it was a complete. Um, Obliteration. Just, just, <laughs> I mean, she's probably filed battery charges. <laughs> I, f- I love how she put, tweeted 
a photo of a fighter jet and her standing on a podium, and it just said, "Thank you, Kentucky." <laughs> yeah, uh, it's mean, like for what? for what we rejected you like firmly. <laughs> I really did think that at some point she would get the memo that her whole like fighter jet stuff is just a joke. I think she insisted. She 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 truly did. No, t- I, 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 I had a little inside baseball on this. Like she fought the tide on some of that stuff. Like wow. they wanted to make some aesthetic choices that kind of got away from the firefighter pilot shit a little bit. She wouldn't but have. But she it. insisted so much so that she sent her kids to school in matching fighter pilots, <laughs> like custom fighter pilots. You are fucking I with me. I swear to God. I mean, we you know we got a firm no no uh, no kids <laughs> policy on this, but. I feel like that's more like psychotic <laughs> mother than, than their fault. What the absolute fuck? Yeah, I mean, like, if you the look at it. twisted mind. I mean, up until the bitter end, she was like, you already know I'm a fire pilot, a, fi- a flighter pilot. I'm whatever. a mother and a marine. Well, but I'm also a mother. I mean. And a daughter. You know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a child. I'm a mother. I'm a I'm sinner. A I'm a saint. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she, um, you know, she, Obviously, I'm not Carl Rove, but it's um, <laughs> that's not that's not that's not apparent. <laughs> I've never seen you and Carl Rove in the same room together. Um, when I think about it. We don't have the we don't have enough data on it, honestly. Yeah, but it's uh, generally bad form to run your campaign on the concept that you're totally willing to gun down your fellow Americans. <laughs> well, I was yeah. thinking about this. I was thinking about this too. Also, our introduction to Amy McGrath contains real footage of her bombing someplace <laughs> in Afghanistan or Iraq or somewhere, wherever she was in the military at. And it's funny to think about somebody on this Earth's last moments got recycled into oh a God. campaign ad that not only is... I'm, I'm, not, I'm not saying like, oh, it's justifiable if you got a good candidate, but I'm saying that like it was recycled to a campaign that lost by 21 points to like a almost universally reviled figure. Right. A, a corpse. Yeah. An absolute rotting corpse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That man is very little more than a skeleton. Yeah, no, I mean he's literally dying in front of us and um I love that his response was nothing nothing to report, nothing to be worried about. Well, even by the McConnell campaign's own admission, they thought they would. They thought they legitimately thought they would win by eight to twelve points. Wow! So they undershot their own victory. They thought that it was going to be really close because they ended up having to put a little more money into it than they wanted to. Hmm. I, I'm not fully persuaded of that. You know, I was on the phone the night before uh, the you election. What's wrong? Oh, there's just like a buzzing. I don't know what it is. Nah. It still probably sounds better than it does when we uh, <laughs> fucking zoom. I really like the when it's virtual. Go ahead, sorry. trash can like sound of it. I think it's cool. Fuck it. I'm glad you do. <laughs> Fans won't. <laughs> Send all of your uh, complaints directly to Terrence. He's up all night checking our complaints. Let's get it. Box. Let's, let's fix it real quick. Um, I don't know what it is. I thought it was this. This cable. Did that help? Yeah. If you can hold them right here. Okay. Just hold the the cord as firmly into the mic as you can, like you're like double pumping a big one. Yes, <laughs> I ain't done that in a while. <laughs> Out of practice. Um, well, so just looking at the results, um, so the overall turnout was much much higher. 
Um, I know. Well, honestly, one of the bleakest things I have had to say is someone say that Biden's gotten more votes than any president in history. That's so, it's like, of course, because voter turnout was higher than any, of course he was going to. Honestly, that hurt my feelings as much as anything. I hate everything. Yeah, well, in the Kentucky Senate race, it was also a lot higher. So just by way of comparison, in 2014, there was about... 1.3 million votes in the Kentucky Senate race. and Is the Senate every six years? It's every six years, yeah. Um, wow. And so Mitch McConnell was running at that time against Allison Lundergan Grimes, who was the, you know, failed daughter heiress to the Kentucky Democratic Party establishment. Um, Guy had gotten dieted recently. I actually used to work for them when I was a caterer, bartender. I worked for Lundy's Catering. <laughs> So um, I was on that tape for a minute. So, by your estimation, who was a l- more likable candidate, Allison Lundergan Grimes or Amy McGrath? <laughs> I liked Allison, honestly. She came and talked in Harlan, and I was like, hell, she didn't really say anything I hated, honestly. Weirdly enough, she had the support of the unions, you know? What yeah, I mean? like, and she came in Harlan. I mean, I, obviously, I know this is ridiculous, but. By my 2014 attitude, I was like, afterwards, I remember saying, well, she said the word woman more than coal. That's, <laughs> I'd say that's pretty high in my book, fuck, yeah. in Harlan County. Um, also, though, let's see. So, like I said, voter turnout in 2014 was about 1.3 million votes in this Senate race. This year, and granted, 2014 was not a presidential election year, so turnout was going to be higher in this one. But this year, it was about 2.1 million votes. The margin, however, between the two, between Allison Lundergan, Grimes, and McConnell, only a 16-point margin. That sounds like a lot until you consider the, uh, what is this, 21-point margin between McGrath and McConnell. <laughs> How do you, and I, and she probably spent four times as much money. I was about to say, yeah, what's the, what's the money count? God, it's sick. It is so sick. I, I saw somebody, I think Paul Bless put it up. He said that between the Jamie Harrison race in South Carolina, which Jamie Harrison lost to Lindsey Graham by 16 points. Oh, my and God. And Amy McGrath, who lost by 21 points to McConnell, they had spent two hundred million, two hundred fifty million dollars <gasps> no. to lose by a combined thirty-seven points. How fucking a! And How? everybody thought those races were going to be on the ropes. You know, I was getting fucking, uh, fucking solicitation emails two days out saying McConnell's afraid we've got him where we want him. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh my god! Well, I mean, just looking at this once again, I think it's a fascinating thing to look at. Um, Grimes took one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten counties in Kentucky. Um, two of those were metro areas, Lexington and Louisville, and the other ones were all mostly rural. Um, and then, you know, there's Elliott County, which is consistently Democratic. McGrath lost those counties. All of, all, all of them? All of them. Lost Elliott County? Lost Elliott County. Elliott County's the biggest Democratic stronghold yeah. in the fucking there's South. Two, there's lost two it. Republicans in the country. There's two Republicans in like Elliott County. She lost Elliott County. The only county she won, and this is as of today, when I checked this yesterday, she hadn't won Franklin County, but I guess later votes came in. But she only won Jefferson, Fayette, and Franklin County. Do you think this shook down, even with Democrats, to the ghoul we know instead of the war criminal we can't fucking stand? Well, here's what I think. I mean, she also, a lot of people don't realize this, she has never held office. 
no, nothing. No. The woman. Well, this nothing. is what I. That's a good. That's a very good point. And people not don't only realize she's never won one motherfucking campaign. That's this the is thing. An, the Democrats are the most epic losers in the fucking history of losing. She has the stench of loser on her, and they <laughs> fucking ran her. <laughs> I don't understand. This is why, like, I kind of heard. You know, conspiracy theories or whatever you want to call them going into this. Like, the Democrats don't actually want to lose Kentucky. They don't want to lose to McConnell because they need McConnell in the Senate. Absolutely. We've said it many times. Yeah, I mean, to be honest, I was a little skeptical. um, But now, uh, I don't know. If you look at it, there's nothing about her that was going to even remotely come close. I don't think Booker would have won, but he would have had a margin closer to Grimes, if not even smaller. Like, it would not have been... I think Charles would have got... He would have got... 10 points within 10 he points. Would have, I feel points. And Absolutely. He, he had an unbelievable amount of volunteer work yeah. happening. She, if one person volunteered for Amy McGrath, I'll be in shock if she had one fucking volunteer. I mean, a loss is a loss, but at the same time, like, if you're trying to build towards something bigger than, like, what the fuck was the point Also, if you're trying to curb that perception, that that sort of conspiratorial conception we have that they just want to punt this one to keep the boogeyman <laughs> in office, so they'll always have somebody to run against somebody to raise money against. Right. Like, if that's not true, then how are you? can you not run somebody in 12 years that could could come within 10 points? Tom, we have... Come within 15 I points. Know. Tom, we have no less than zero evidence that the Dems have, are, have any awareness or interest in their image. Well, did you see this thing? Somebody said, I forget who it was, somebody was calling for the Kentucky Democratic Party to disband at some demonstration in Louisville <gasps> tonight. Really? They said they were soulless and believe in nothing, which is... Uh, where's the lie you know yeah <laughs> oh my god but it's such an but it, the thing about it is it's so fucked up uh, the, although let's say though for the kentucky dems most of them backed booker yeah Could the kentucky dems backed charles the booker. state party did yeah. want booker and, and to their credit i mean if you the can list, give anything to their credit the li- i mean i really would like to do a whole episode with with more people who know more about this about all of the vile things that chuck schumer himself just him and then maybe nancy next did to personally derail booker yeah completely no i, I think like they threatened so many political operatives like you cannot if you work for him you'll never work for anyone again right they threatened national planned parenthood they had like national planned parenthood had to threaten kentucky planned parenthood i mean i have this you know i don't know Maybe this I have this fucked up. Who knows? <laughs> I, I tell all <laughs> kinds of lies. Go for it. But, but like Kentucky Planned Parenthood wanted to support Booker, endorse Booker, and like the National Dems shut it the fuck down via National Planned Parenthood. Yeah. So many examples of this. Yeah. Um. They worked harder to squash out like popular candidates. The f- the only future the Democrats have. You know what's so, and you know they what's were so goddamn crazy. The Trump. You know what's so goddamn crazy about all that is, Kentucky is the one state in the southeast that you could, like the state house just flipped just what, four years did. ago. Yeah, last state house in the south to, to to flip to the Republicans. Yeah. Okay. There's that. Okay. West Virginia just did too this election. Bill Clinton won Kentucky twice. Yeah. That has not been that long ago. Yeah, and Bernie Sanders won the motherfucking primary. Well, he already got close, right? No, he beat, I, he beat Hillary in the primary. No, he didn't. I think Hillary got him, but it was like very 
close. In uh, Eastern Kentucky, I think that's the case. Oh, it was no, in Eastern Kentucky. Kentucky. Statewide, yeah, yeah. I think. He won Eastern Kentucky. But it was, it, well, the margin was razor thin, though. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't by much. Well, this... if you're in the state Kentucky Democratic Party, you really should be asking, like, what do we get out of this arrangement with the National Democratic Party? I mean, <laughs> I mean, I don't really know what the future is, because at the same time, you don't want to, you know, create some feckless, absolutely uninfluential party like the working families party in new york <laughs> so it's like oh i don't know just duplicates the lines of <laughs> <laughs> i didn't know that I, I, I didn't know that my friend in new york uh was telling me about that yesterday about what about working families party i really don't duplicate the it. line i've got a good friend in buffalo who works with them and he's he's consistently like why the fuck am i doing but they'll vote for joe biden on the working families party line instead of the democratic party line oh what yeah, I've never heard of that. I, I mean, I know about the working class. They they did this whole process and ended up back in Warren. I was like, what the hell? Yeah. Well, um, you know, it was just uh, an absolute routing um, in Kentucky for the Democrats. And um, I think John King, I, I, so I've been watching TV news again. Oh, good. I'm back to watching uh, network cable TV news from my politics. We love to hear it. John King called it a shellacking. <laughs> he said it three times. In Kentucky? He said shellacking, yeah. I mean, McGrath got shellacked. Yeah. And oh, then wow. he went on to say that, like, when they're doing the math, he was talking about, like, oh, Biden shellacked Trump here. He just like, really liked that word shellack. <laughs> isn't that a painting term? <laughs> no, like, um, isn't that how you feel in? I think spackling. Holes in the no, wall? No, you're right, though. No, well, that's spackling, but okay. shellacked is like a... Uh, shellack is like a... A floor? <laughs> is that is that when you uh, grease a floor or something? Yeah, but you're talking like C8. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> no, you're right. Terrence needed to hit the albuterol after, yeah. after, that, after that one. <laughs> shellacked. Um, oh, yeah, no, I mean, it was... Uh, so, you know, that that's the Senate race. I mean... Is there anything else to really say? I mean, obviously, the Dems put their hand on the scale here, and they created this result. Once again, I'm not confident enough to say that Booker would have won, but I do know for a fact that his margin would not have been a 21-point loss. <laughs> I just, no, I'm, no way. I'm highly comfortable saying that. Especially in Louisville. Fuck, like, no, I mean, she it, didn't even win a lot in Louisville. If you look at the map of the primary, I mean, he won... Um, more than just the metro areas. I mean, yeah. he won the Bowling Green area, the Paducah area. I mean, like he won several of the smaller Kentucky cities. He as had well. a broad cross section of types of counties and types of people yeah. in yeah. those places. And he had hundreds for. of votes here. He had hundreds of votes in every Eastern Kentucky county. Yeah. yeah, he was he was a good campaigner. I'll tell you this though: if they're going to block a guy like Booker, if we can't get like a real progressive, at least give us a guy with multiple DUIs. <laughs> <laughs> those guys are competitors. <laughs> I agree. Give me a Greg. Give me a Greg Stumbo. Greg Stumbo. <laughs> run Greg Stumbo against Mitch McConnell. Fuck it. Yeah. Or what about who ran for uh, what's his what's his, the banjo picker they ran for? Uh, Rocky. <laughs> yeah. What about Rocky? <laughs> Let's run Rocky. Fuck. Oh, the banjo picker. <laughs> he had to rebrand himself as a banjo man he to run did. for governor. He we did. love to see it. He did. I support you, Rocky. Go um, off. No. Uh, and so, you know, that's the Senate race. Obviously, if you live in the 5th District, the our, um, our congressional incumbent, Hal Rogers, this, this makes his 21st consecutive win 
40 years wrote in on the 1980 Reagan Revolution what even has not left since. So been riding it ever since, man. One other election you could not have uh, influenced <laughs> at all. Who <laughs> ran who ran against him? I heard it was a gay preacher. What? Oh, really? I think I thought somebody said that. I don't even know. I just voted for the person that wasn't him and uh like I always do, and it amounted to nothing. It doesn't so. matter. Uh, what's the over-under on Mitch McConnell and how, for that matter, surviving this term? <laughs> Health-wise. Like, I think Mitch's chances does, are... Does Mitch live another six years? I don't see it. Yeah, I don't know. Um, Man, evil, just it never really dies, though. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think fuckers will be... I think that it doesn't really matter um, because... fresh blood. For the same reason that I'm not sure that it matters in the presidential election, but this is a huge topic of debate, and so, I don't know, I guess we can get into it, but let's talk about the big one, I guess. Um, All right, finally, (laughs) Kentucky District 3 coroner. (laughs) (laughs) We never saw it coming, folks. Never saw it coming. Marty Baker running for (laughs) re-elected. Amazing. (laughs) Woo! Oh, yeah. Um, No, uh, as of... The uh, current moment, um, Biden is up, but it is close still. Uh, and I think Biden only, and you know, we're recording this at what, 4 p.m. on Thursday? Time uh, is an illusion, Terrence. You're right. I'm sorry. Um, I don't like to be reminded <laughs> of it if it's all the same to you. We're recording in a timeless, spaceless vacuum from the future. We're Thank teleporting. You. That's why space. we sound like this. That's why we sound <laughs> like this. We're in a spaceship, a um, nice tunnel. <laughs> Biden has uh, 253 electoral votes um, compared to Trump's 214. Now, there has been a lot of, as Tom Sexton likes to say, chicanery going on. <laughs> <laughs> you know it when you see it. <laughs> It's like porn. That's right. <laughs> Been a lot of chicanery going on, um, and uh, including whether uh, Trump even has a wife or not. Including whether Trump even has a wife or not. <clears throat> um, there's been a lot of speculation. I love when Todd gets tickled. <laughs> <laughs> there is no way to explain this to someone in the future. <laughs> See, it makes you wonder. Or the past. <laughs> There's no timeline where any of this makes sense. <laughs> no, it's, it's we've entered the realm where everything is completely, completely absurd. No, uh, and, and furthermore, all the results are completely incoherent. For, take, for example, <laughs> take, for example, Mississippi passed marijuana legalization, passed um, taking the Confederate flag off of their state flag. We got a cute new flag. <laughs> When's the last time a state got a new flag? That's one uh, that needs a shot in the arm if anyone yeah, Where's your dad on that? Yeah. How many flags? Abolish all flags, they, honestly, but... They also voted to abolish the Electoral College, but the whole state went for Trump. And it's the same in Florida. Voted to raise the minimum wage to $15, but went for Trump. We, I want, mean, we want everything the guy we're voting for is against. <laughs> I mean, it's really... Wow. It is really weird. Well, it's, it tells you it's cold of personality probably well, more than also, anything. it's like... Think about it. The, you can boil this whole thing down, and if you interview anybody on the street, this is basically what you're going to hear. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Is Trump saying we're going to make America great again? Okay, that sounds good. And uh, John, Joe, 
John, John Biden. John Biden. John, <laughs> John Biden. Hey, all he says is Trump. The only word he says is Trump. We're going to beat Trump. <laughs> We're going to kill Trump. We're going to get Trump. Well, right. He says other things too, like calling his like granddaughter his like dead son's name. Well, there's, <laughs> that is, he did do that yesterday. He's just like corn popping, and tr- all he the only word he knows is Trump. Did so, you like, see that, Tanya? He put no. his arm around his granddaughter Natalie, which it wasn't Natalie; it was Finnegan. But he he <laughs> he thought he was. Okay, let me back up here. Cause I'm talking like Joe now. Yeah, explain this. He to put me his arm around like his around his granddaughter and said, "You might remember my son Bo, who ran for Senate in <laughs> oh Delaware." Oh my God! Wait, is that his dad's son? <laughs> the one that's passed, yeah. <gasps> and then he said, "She's missing my granddaughter Natalie," and it wasn't Natalie; it was the <gasps> other one. <laughs> oh my God, y'all! This happened yesterday in Scranton, his hometown, or his his two days ago. It might have been an election. His hometown. Guys. No way. Oh, oh here's a cute story. Kentucky, I'm telling you. Kentucky Town and Lakes dog is mayor. He's all ears. Oh, our, oh my God. <laughs> I he's love this. all ears. I love I lo- every time, every you, time know, you need a palate <laughs> cleanser on the TL, somebody posts that. Yep. Yeah. Rabbit hash Rabbit Kentucky. Hash. I was going to say, it's rabbit hash every time. You love to see it. Oh, my God. Dude. What if what? someone assassinated the mayor of the, of Rabbit Hash? They assassinated the <laughs> Assassinated by putting <laughs> antifreeze on a piece of bologna. <laughs> Glass in his dog bowl. <laughs> oh my Classic. god, that's terrible. Classic ways. Did y'all, oh did y'all ever have anybody put antifreeze on a piece of bologna and fed it to your dog? Oh my god, no, but my neighbor did. Like this, that's that shit is. That's the classic watching, way to kill somebody's dog across the Put a content warning on this. <laughs> well, this is not okay to talk about. It's the worst way to watch a creature pass onto another realm. It is so agonizing. It doesn't happen quickly. Oh, um, you're right. No, I yeah. Um, it, I we really we do have to reckon with that Trump is more coherent than Biden at this point. No, oh, I, I thought you were suggesting maybe giving Trump a piece of bologna with some antifreeze on. Oh well, yeah, I do. I do advise that. <laughs> might give him a little pep. Give honestly. him a fi- fillet. Pe- pep- give him a of fish sandwich with antifreeze. I mean, he's still running on. I'm on COVID meds or whatever the hell they pumped him with. I mean, I, have, do we know if he had COVID yet or not? Is that still afloat? <clears throat> I mean, I don't know. I think he's outside the window of being at threat for um, dying. However, someone, one of his spokespersons did tweet out today, the president is alive and well, so um, <laughs> if you have to say that. <laughs> not, 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 nobody asked. <laughs> <laughs> was there, yeah, was there a reason to believe otherwise? But on the same, on that, on that, where, on that path you were going down, Tanya, all, all Biden says is Trump. Yeah, and I've... all everybody talks about is Trump. So, and furthermore, I thought this was a really good summation of it. This uh, this woman, Anna Eskimani, who was running in Florida, um, said this about, she ran as a Democrat. Um, she, you know, just said this about the Florida Democratic Party. The Democratic Party continues to have no values. And the fact that the $15 minimum wage amendment passed while so many of our candidates, including the self-appointed top Democrats, don't even stand in strong solidarity of the initiative because they're influenced by corporate donors is another example of why we keep losing. It's like, yeah, you're right. You're, <laughs> that's like that's all that really kind of needs to be said. Yeah. You have a party that won't even support their most popular positions. Yep. Yeah. So, I mean, so it's honestly astonishing that Biden didn't lose more. And this is what blows my mind, because if you log on to Facebook or Twitter or just talk to any of your friends, they'll be incredulous that Biden hasn't won by more, that the gap isn't bigger, that it's not a blowout. Yeah, that's what I've seen in the Instagram stories. Are you fucking people crazy? (laughs) Why is he not winning? Why is he not at 307 right now? (laughs) It's like, like, 
You've hit by everyone's own admission. He's a. Have you looked at your guy? He's calling his dead son. His granddaughter is dead oh son. God. He called. He told George Lopez we didn't need four more years of George no, Bush. Last night he tweeted out to make progress. We have to stop treating our opponents as enemies. We are not enemies. That's the most cuck shit I've ever heard. No, in my I life. mean. The, Absolutely. What? Your enemies are the people putting people in concentration camps. Sure, that's what I was about to say. I was like, <laughs> okay, okay, well, uh, who is who is over the cages in this country? And at what point are they an enemy? Yeah, that's yeah. one. Yeah, that's exactly. No, that's, uh, man, that's that old cucked bullshit. It's like, yeah, <sighs> listen, if you're. I mean, he's ready to stack his fucking cabinet with Republicans. He is a Republican. So, I mean, why not vote for Trump? I think my mom voted for Trump. My sister's all tore up about it. I was like, and for some reason, I cannot muster one fuck to give about it. Honestly, Tanya, I feel the same way because I see these people, like, bellyaching about West Virginia and the turnout. It's just like, what did you expect? Truly. It's fucking West Virginia. (laughs) It's fucking Kentucky. It's the South. What did you expect was going to happen? Who is communicating with us? I mean, like, this is a hard line to walk because... I feel like I have de- tried to look at this reasonably ever since we've started this show. T- nothing tr- is reasonable. <laughs> nothing is reasonable. You have to grant <laughs> that. Get over that. At, at the, right at the gate. But, like, if you're seriously invested in understanding why places vote the way that they vote, if you're coming to a state or a region or, or just call it rural America and you ask yourself, why the fuck does it continue to vote for a guy like Trump? You have two paths. You can you can go about it two ways. You can say, on the one hand, they're intrinsically a certain way. That is just who they are. They in, are intrinsically racist. They're racist. And, they're whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Or or that like um, yeah, they are voting against their interests. They don't understand anything that they're doing. Or um, you can take the other route, which is look at what are the structures of power. Who has power in this? I mean, like because like. If you think about it, it's not a very materialist position to just say, like, those. that's just the way people are. Right. Like, people don't just vote the way that they do just because that's who they are. You have to look at what are the structures of power, who has the power in a community, because we know that most of the people in these communities don't vote. Who's crafted an aesthetic that speaks to people more than anything else? I think, I think that's underrated, you know what I mean, that people vote based on aesthetics. Like a lot well, of people are liberals because they've got like this Kennedy nostalgia. A lot of people are Republicans because they've got this Reagan nostalgia. You know what I mean? And sometimes it's as simple as that. But like, no, sometimes it is mediated by culture. You're right. Yeah, but I what's mean. what's weird about your thing is I've seen a lot of people that are ostensibly on the left abandon everything they've been saying for the last couple of years and just say, "Oh, it's racism." <laughs> and it's like it's like it's like sure, Truly, okay, how- racism definitely 100 percent exists. But that that like. Because somebody didn't vote for Joe Biden does not mean they're racist. Do you know what I'm saying? I'm not saying that, like, there's not tacit racism if you're voting for Trump. That's not what I'm saying. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. But what I'm saying is, like, if I didn't see anything in Joe Biden worth voting for, that does not make me an ipso facto a racist. Well, it's... My issue here is that it's hardly even useful to discuss individual racism among people. Obviously, it makes people's lives harder. Right. Like, that sucks. But how can you understand at least a tiny bit of the power structures that are completely built on and supported by white supremacists? Like, like it's just across the board, 100% white supremacists corporate militarized imperialists running literally everything how can you know even like a, a sliver of that and then still on election day be like, you fucking losers, what the fuck's wrong with you people? Uh, here's it's what, just like, <laughs> yeah, no, you're exactly... Who, 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 
Okay. I, but also, 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 like, I don't understand how you could be like gung ho for Bernie back in the summer, right? Or in the spring, right when the primaries were popping off. And it looked like we're going to, like Chuck, Chuck LaRocca said, we're going to like win 48 out of 50, probably, primary. <laughs> okay. I don't know how you can beat that drum then. And nothing changes. You know Joe Biden's going to get the nomination, right? After South Carolina. I mean, everything's, they've circled the wagons against Bernie. Biden's yeah, they, they had it. a top candidate drop out, convinced him. Right. To They're, drop yeah. out and support him like it was a, a, a coup, the guy that won, The guy like, that won Iowa just drops out. Just, ah, well, I'm out of this after yeah. two more races when he was very much still in it. Yeah, he was a fucking front runner. Okay. And then all of a sudden. That's you're what gonna, I'm saying. I've been living in primary land. Like, but I, yeah, but, I'm not but, over it. Oh, no, and you're right not to be. But how how do you know like the score, and then it shakes out the way it shakes out. Biden wins, but it's not by the margin you thought it was going to be. It's not this outright rebuke of Trump, and then now you're going to say, "Well, this was a moratorium on race. This was like you know a referendum on racism." Except we also have the stat that more Biden has more votes than any other president in history. Right, right, right. Or that he has the most progressive platform than any other president in history. They keep saying that, too. Really? Yes. Yeah, they said about Hillary, I worked for Sierra Club, and with a straight face, they said that Joe Biden, Joe, I beat off to watching them fucking drill for gas. Truly. Will not stop It has the most progressive environmental platform of any presidential candidate in history. Yeah, it's just like, I don't know how you say that with a straight fucking face. I'm very much of the mind that this week was a victory for both parties. It was a major victory for the Republicans just as much as it was for the Democrats because if it is... Maybe reflected in that 50-50 Senate split we might get. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that might actually happen. (laughs) We don't know yet. But if it is shaping up the way that it is, it's starting to look like what's happening is that the Republican establishment is throwing Trump under the bus. This happened on... Tuesday, when early in the evening, Fox News called Arizona for Trump. I mean, I'm sorry, for Biden, um, with only like 30% reporting or something like that. Yeah. Uh, so they call, and, and apparently Trump called into Fox News, called Rupert Murdoch, <laughs> just f- absolutely furious, and they were like, sorry, we called it for Biden. That's, that's, and they doubled down on it. Same thing. Mitch McConnell made a very like short remark about Trump's like challenge in pennsylvania or something about the vote counting yeah there was basically something to the effect of you got to let all the votes count and then chris christie came out and said that trump was undercutting his credibility by like coming out and declaring victory so if that's the case you have to look at it this way and this is why the people who did it <laughs> but you gave chris christie covid so he's got reason to be kind of pissed <laughs> at him so. oh my god the people that didn't vote like tanya here um <laughs> <laughs> thanks for that <laughs> You I'm too mentally ill to vote. You, In Kentucky, fools can't vote. Sorry, guys. Yeah, they, they turned her away at the polls. <laughs> yeah, I was turned away. But really, though, you would, you do have a better grasp or a better sense of justice than the vast majority of people, because, um, because what just happened this week? If it is emerging that that's the case, if they, if the establishment threw Trump under the bus, it means that they got everything they wanted. They got their tax cuts. They got all their Supreme Court justices. Mm-hmm. And the Democrats got everything they wanted. Trump has they outlived got their, they his got utility, their, utility, honestly. Yeah, they got their symbolic victory. They got fucking Mitch McConnell back in there. They can fundraise on again in six more fucking and years. And you know what else? If they play nice with Joe Biden, he's not going to pack the court. Oh, no, not at all. Absolutely if you th- if you honestly believe that, you're out of your fucking mind. I mean, honestly, I mean, I feel kind of bad because I listened to this episode. Y'all know who Naomi Klein is? Yeah. 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 Uh, I listened to this episode of that podcast, The Dig, with her yesterday, and she was like, 
uh, why would you ever say that you can't influence um, a presidential election or a, a presidential candidate or a presidential administration? Why would the left ever forfeit that power? And it's like, and the in the in the the evidence that she used was Obama. Well, because we don't have money. Well, and that's we're not even organized into a national like political force. Well, like, we don't have money, and we also don't have I, money. I can't, I can't uh, <laughs> because I, I've been waiting for the pause to bring up. To help remind us of ourselves here, that and Terrence has brought this up multiple times. We've discussed this about how all of the major donors running U.S. politics are the same people. There aren't Democratic donors <laughs> and Republican donors. It's the, no. all the same. Go look at anybody that, that owns maniacs. a sports team, and they've donated to everybody coming yeah. and going. Our local oil magnate, fucking Don Childers, look at who he donates to every year. Both Republicans Absolutely. and Democrats. Yes. Yeah, you got There's no, Yeah, and honestly, speaking of me not voting, my anarchist friends used to really hurt my feelings every election cycle, telling me that my that voting was me just support propping up this failed state and bullshit system. And while I kind of agreed with them, I also was like, you know, I, I, what am I supposed to do? Just like not vote. And finally, I'm here. Yeah. That's exactly fucking right. <laughs> I'm, I'm at my wits goddamn end, and I literally could not bring myself to go in there and do any of it. Well, but you've got to, I mean, like, look, you've got a lot going on right now, and the vast yeah. majority of people do. Yeah. You think that people have, who have all this shit going on in the middle of a fucking pandemic with, like, that's already stressed people to the limits, it's amazing that turnout was even as high as it was. It truly is amazing, and I'm sure it is a lot of the, the so much early voting, like Kentucky had Saturday voting for the first time. There's like so many other ways to vote um yeah like i mean just yeah, I, uh, it, 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 to me it looks like from where i sit that both parties cleaned up in exactly the way they wanted, they wanted to. to if yeah. i had been able to vote for any local races i would have went and done it but there weren't any i had no local races to chime in about yeah. uh my uh, our rep was unopposed like there was nothing for me to, to i had no one to vote for truly um nothing to help me sleep at night <laughs> <laughs> and the fear of getting covid from poll workers who wouldn't weren't wearing weren't masks. Wearing masks i was there yeah i, I, I was went, with them i was I, telling y'all when i came up here i went to the damn courthouse to get my truck tagged and there was like i was like oh people wearing masks i got in there and there was like some of them were some of them weren't some of the people in line were some of them weren't it's just like this doesn't work unless everybody buys in <laughs> you know what i mean right yeah. My friend works in an office in Pikeville, multiple COVID cases. They have not let them go home and work from home when yeah. all their work is virtual. Oh, shit. Um, they don't even, like, ha take a day off and clean everything after someone gets it. They just clean their their desk. <laughs> so I saw, like, in Pennsylvania last night, they had the, the governor and I think maybe the secretary of state if they're talking. And it's funny because they both went behind the podium and pulled their mask off when they were speaking. But then when they left, the other one came up and pulled their mask off, but they sanitized their hands. It's like, oh my god! <laughs> it's it's the aerosol. It's the particles lingering up there that she would get sick from. Not like fucking touching the podium after she did. Yeah, that's the that's the difference between this and SARS. SARS is can accumulate on surfaces. COVID is airborne. Yeah. It's the whatever. Anyways, um, you know, I, I hate to be really dark about this, but if that is the case, and if both parties did get exactly what they wanted out of this, and if Biden wins and um, we're just, you know, the future is basically foreclosed. I mean, because, like, 
even if he wanted to pass progressive legislation, he would have to get past a 6-3 court with seven Catholics on it. <laughs> Conservative Catholics. Seven Catholics. <laughs> um, That's the Supreme Court, seven Catholics. For the first time in history, the Supreme Court doesn't have a, a Protestant on it. Not that that matters, really, um, but it's but they're all like Federalist Society, like Conservative Catholics. Um, so uh, you'd have to get past a 6-3 Supreme Court. Um, I literally don't know. <laughs> And they may not even have the Senate. They thought they literally thought going into this they were going to have a fifty-three, forty-seven Senate, or something <laughs> like that. I, I mean, I, I I honestly am feeling like I've been in denial, and I will probably continue to be. And most of the le- most of us are in denial that this is even that that voting. Well, I mean, even after voting, we don't even talk about the fact that like. All this like vote counting, like we have no idea. There's no way for us to know that this is legitimate. It's the crisis. <laughs> yeah, there's like, there's literally no way well, to know. And uh, I don't know. I just, I think the anarchists have it. Well, I think that <laughs> and we've just been shitting, dicking around. Because when you say the Republicans and the Democrats both got what they want, it's really a step higher. Those like. Well, let's say there's a hundred. Those hundred donors giving money to both of them, they got what they wanted. Like, money is the only thing that matters in this country. Human misery is capital. Like, that's it. That's yeah. that's where we're at. And it's just... Well, this is the thing, like, when people say, even well-meaning progressives, even, I'm sure I didn't say this this go-around, but... Well, I definitely didn't say it last go-around either, but... Um, it's, it, but it, it don't take an advanced degree, as Tom would say, to listen to Trillbillies for four seasons and realize <laughs> that we contradict ourselves constantly <laughs> and are learning just like everyone else. And this is actually a good thing to model, okay? We are all wrong, and we need to fucking get over it and move ahead, okay? I agree. Please <laughs> refer to that every time you want to scream at me in the DM. <laughs> but, um, but really, though, uh, you know... I hear people say, like, you know, you have to vote for Biden, even if you are on the left, like, because it's closer to our uh, own values and agendas and whatever. I mean, I guess I can get on that page most of the time. I'm breathing. I'm breezing through their arguments because I'm terribly underslept and can't hold all my thoughts together. Um, But we all have to start from the premise that Biden, we know for a fact, is not committed to any larger sense of justice. And that nobody in his cabinet probably will, unless they put Bernie in labor. That would probably be one of the only appointments that actually would be committed to some modicum of justice for, you know, the worker, the I'm working class. I'll go ahead and tell you, I think there's a better chance Bernie Madoff ends up being you know, <laughs> Secretary of Labor. <laughs> the point I'm trying to make is, if that's the case, then... The takeaway that I get from this election and from the past four years is a very, very bleak one. To me, this just means that something even more terrible and bleak is coming down the pike. And that Trump was just four years of... Teeing that up. Yes, because the, the, the hardest thing about being on the left is that we, we cannot disconnect ourselves from the liberal cycle of complacency and panic. Yeah. Complacency during a, a liberal president administration and panic, panic during a Republican one. And that makes it hard for us to actually dig in and understand what's going on around us. Well, so. I have, you know, I, I'm the, officially the Instagram uh, correspondent because that's all I'm <laughs> looking at. It's all your own anymore. <laughs> uh, uh, but uh, I have seen lots of people say we're right either way. 
man. That's the first. It's <laughs> uh, the first like, okay. I'll well, take it. Uh, uh, all right. I'll, I'll have it. that. I did see some of those fuck Biden, fuck Trump signs out in the street. That's yeah, fuck them all. Fuck all this shit. We have, we have no reason to put up with this. We are, I mean, we've talked about this, how we are in like a fucking DNA double helix right now of overlapping human rights crises in this country. Yeah. And there is no fucking reason. Like, I literally feel chill thinking about how, and how much misery and pain and fear everyone is in right now. Like, I've, multiple people I know have lost loved ones just in the past two weeks to COVID. Like, yeah. My mom got shingles just because she's so fucking stressed out. Like, people are pushed to the max. I'm not doing well. Not you. Not there is one of no us on this porch is doing reason. well. <laughs> we, I say this all the time to my partner, just like when like we get frustrated with something or like we're like trying to rush and do something, all this like false urgency all the time. Yeah. I was like, we don't have to live like this. We literally don't have to live like this. And this is like, we don't have to fucking live like this. Yeah. Yeah. And I know that we don't have the power right now to move a general strike or whatever it is. Like, I understand that, like, we, we, I mean, this is a country of very unhealthy people, mentally and physically, and intricately connected those two are. And they have every reason to keep it that way. Yeah, regardless of your station, we're going to have to keep our foot on Biden's neck or whoever's neck that's in power next. You know what I mean? God. and it's an open question if even that'll work. You know what I mean? I, mean, I, I don't know. I'm not persuaded, but I'm uh, saying that it's... I'm not either. If his stupid ass, if he gets elected and he don't immediately make an, a mask mandate and shut down the economy for six months... I, oh, he I, won't. Uh, he absolutely won't do that. I know he won't. And that's the only thing that's going to... He's He's been very vocal about he, the fact that he won't actually... He won't shut down. Yeah. That was the thing at the debate. Uh, you know, for like the first 15 minutes of the debate, there was no difference between either of them. Yeah. Just more advanced stages of senility. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I am looking forward to, with bated breath, his fucking inauguration speech. The thing is, is that if the left is serious about this, it's going to have... To, I mean, because, like, saying that you can support Biden in the election to then hold his feet to the fire... If you want that to actually work, you are at, at going to have to, at a certain point, decouple yourself from the liberals. Because once they get in power, they're going to say, you can't. What are you upset about? What are you upset about? We got to exactly. handle this in private. What was, the, what was the, one of the pod John said? <laughs> we got to handle this in private. Why are we getting messy yeah. on Main Street about this? It was oh not a pod God. John. He was uh, John Favreau, the director of swingers was it that, that no movie? it was john favreau the obama speech writer, oh right? okay. yeah. really my bad. my bad yeah i just assumed it was Sa- yeah same name though yeah well but but see, i wish it was that <laughs> i don't know how we do it but at a certain point we're going to have to um articulate our own political vision that's what i mean that's whether that's in electoral politics or not i don't know but Right now, we're just playing catch-up. We're just riding on coattails. Well, all we can really do right now is... I mean, this is how I feel. It feels like the all we are able to do right now is create care networks because so many people are hurting so much. Yeah, and I we're agree. in a fucking pandemic. Like, I mean, Terrence used to say, make it your number one priority to just not get and then give COVID. Yeah. That's the only thing. That's a good start. It's like, um, you know, as... As a 
leftists or whatever you want I don't, I don't even know what whatever we want to call ourselves like I've long tried to figure out a balance of like abolition work and healing work and right now <laughs> it just feels like there's just, I just feel like any abolition work I do it's so it's so painful right now <laughs> because yeah. it's so crazy making dog they're a fucking inmate at Wallens Ridge I just found this out two days ago oh, an inmate at Wallens Ridge just 40 miles down the road, was jumped by about four or five COs the other day and beat to a bloody pulp. This is what goes on inside. The fucking empire is still running at all times. You think like prison wardens and stuff care about who the fuck is in office? They don't give a shit. It's all about fucking keeping people down. Did I um, tell you all that I found out what happened to the woman who died in our jail? Remember no. they never they never ran anything about it. Well, my neighbor it was her friend. Like I, oh, you did. I tell, tell us, you all, yeah. she it was literally suicide. They like literally they sh- they had her on watch and still let her kill herself. Yes. Jesus fucking Christ. In a jail with uh, I mean it is over capacity, but the place is the size of a fucking Wendy's. Like. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. they're watching everybody the whole fucking time. This ain't like These are the these are the people that just get disappeared though. I mean like no one talks about these people. I mean like I have to go to fucking drug counseling or whatever and I fucking sit in the lobbies and Are you an intern at drug court? I'm an intern at drug court. <laughs> <laughs> when were you gonna tell us? It's career change. <laughs> and um I gotta tell you folks, it's good. The it's people good that stuff. sit there, you, you if you sit there long enough, people talk they just will talk to you about Who's the most lenient judge? Who's the strictest judge around here? Um, at any given moment, you can go by the courthouse and see people begging judges for like their right to be re-entered into society. Like nobody talks about, it. nobody fucking stands up for these nah. people. Nobody fucking tries to uh, actually, you know, deconstruct these systems that have, you know, forced them into this sort of feudal relationship with the courts and the drug system and you know rehabilitation nah. centers. I mean, it's just like. I don't know. It, it's enough to make you sick because yeah. you see that, and if you live in the disconnect between that and electoral politics for too long, it'll start to make you go insane. Yeah, <coughs> for sure. Yeah, and if you're dismissive of abolition stuff, and it's like, yeah, you might think that the, like these things everybody talks about are maximalist demands or not realistic or whatever, but y- you you have to at least in principle not, you know, turn your nose at that. <laughs> no, I mean, yeah, I, I don't really have any patience for. An, people who i mean like but but also too like you can talk shit about that all you want to we've seen it work i mean no not through efforts of our own but we've we've gotten lucky you know what i mean and seen like sometimes things do work out you know yeah yeah. no i um yeah you know i i guess if there's you know just sort of wrapping things up here if there's any sort of like overarching themes here um, it's that if you live in a place like uh, ours, which I'm sure a lot of our listeners do, you still don't really have a whole lot of power. Um, <laughs> I don't mean I don't say that yeah, in a bad way. I mean none to speak of at all, really. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mean that in a defeatist way. I mean that it should be a challenge to you to honestly and soberly look at what power structures are around you and how they can be. Uh, taken down how they can be defeated and it's not going to be just you you're going to have to get other people on on board to do it as well and um you know and and i think that's really important because you can couple that with what tanya is saying with sort of uh, you know mutual aid networks and stuff like that because you don't really have any other choice 
I mean, if this is what the future <coughs> of politics is going to be. They have <laughs> literally started busting up harm reductionists, like people who are just out on the streets in, in West Virginia, in the cities, giving people fresh needles. They've literally started yeah. arresting them. Yeah. In Knoxville, a couple weeks ago, they bulldozed a tent city. Mm. Literally bulldozed tents without checking to see if people were in them. Right. <coughs> no, like, yeah, you don't have much of an, uh, any other choice because... Do you think Biden's going to do anything about it? We need safe houses. We need so much healing. We just need so much care work. I mean, it it really is so bleak to me that we're running fundraisers to buy people sleeping bags and tents. Yeah. In this fucking country. Yeah. There are more houses than people. Than people without a house, yeah. Yeah. People have third, fourth fucking homes. Yep. This has to be the end of an empire. There's no way that this is that this can go on no i i, I was listening do you know who mike davis is yeah no. the goat the goat yeah he is my favorite mike davis mm. anecdotes when he unleashed that bag of uh serpents and reptiles in his office of rare amphibians <laughs> oh my god like the writer mike davis i yeah. didn't know he did that yeah no <laughs> i talked to alex press about that all the time i was like why did mike <laughs> do that it's hilarious well, anyways, I was listening to this interview with him the other day, and he was, like, talking about, like, you know, you've got a, a substantial portion of people in this country who would just go, of course, you know, proto-fascists at any time. But you've also got the lumpen billionaires who quite literally want to consume as much as possible at, uh, with, you know, with as much waste and destruction as possible. And, um, and a lot of these peop- these sort of lumpen billionaires are located in, like, more, like the DeVos family. You know, they're located in more rural places. You know like what I mean? Rural like, Michigan, I think, is where they're from, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I mean, no, those are your enemies, you know? Um, anyways, so I don't know. Any final thoughts on um, Senate race, pre- presidential race, um, local races? It's pretty funny that we had Johnny Turner versus Johnny Turner. I mean, like, do you think that Johnny Ray Turner, when he saw that, was like, because it's entirely possible, at uh, least... Also, I think Johnny L. Turner is like, man, I'll put my name on that balance if I can get lucky. See, and he did. Yeah. I, oh, damn, I didn't, think, I didn't even uh, consider that. Me and Tom were joking the other day with Matt. Like, I guarantee you there's at least one senile, like, 90-year-old dude who voted for Biden thinking he was voting for Bevin. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. I was just about to say that I guarantee there are a substantial number of people who, like this guy who drives this Trump just cheap down here jeep yeah, yeah the people who are riding around with in big trucks and jeeps with trump flags that didn't even bother go to vote this has nothing to do with <laughs> voting they just want to ride around you're right they, these are people who couldn't hack it in the military right they, they couldn't hack it in cop school or cop school they yeah. needed some way to be able to like but these know, guys beat on their chest. the volunteer fire department not because they <laughs> want to voluntarily fight fires but because they want to put lights and sirens on their overpriced trucks yeah <laughs> these are just uh, I mean, you could one look at these little fuckers in town. Yeah. Oh, you could push one of them and they'd all fall. Absolutely. Over. <laughs> They're little scared ass bitches. You can tell by looking at them. They yeah. literally put jail in their hair. Mm-hmm. <sighs> <laughs> their hair's jailed. Their hair's. That's all you got to say. I don't know what else to. A, a real man uses pomade. <laughs> yeah, gentleman uses putty. Uh, Sculpting clay. Yeah, a real man <laughs> is losing his hair, and so he yeah, just gen- puts a little water in it. Gentleman balls gracefully. <laughs> oh, 
shit. I don't know. I obviously have nothing to say. Yeah. Well, I mean, by the time you listen to this, who knows? Trump may have already lost or they may have stolen the election. I will say, though, that it seems like if they were trying to steal the election, that they had no plan for it. Like, did you see that thing about how at the last minute, Kush- Jerry Kushner was like calling for some kind of James Baker type to help them organize yeah, like a please. Bunch of yeah. and, and the best they come up with was Rudy Giuliani. <laughs> a man that three weeks yeah. ago got, was what, it, arguably was fondling himself for a woman he thought was 15. <laughs> God, oh it's, my God. It seems very much like in classic Trump fashion, they ad hoc, like, of the minute, were like, fuck. They wait. They're like me. They waited to the last minute to steal the election. It's like, oh, shit. Yeah. Man. Damn it. I don't know, man. It's, uh, who knows? If they, w- I, I highly doubt they'll get away with it actually doing something like that mostly because i don't think the republican establishment cares all that much i will tell you this it just occurred to me no one's really looking forward to winter if you live in a place where there's winter i'm sure you're dreading it already Mm -hmm. and um but it just occurred to me how unbelievably entertaining it's going to be if biden wins the time how trump is going to behave until inauguration Oh, yeah, like lame duck. Oh, it's going to be absolutely prime time. He is going to be acting fucking wild. Oh, for sure. Uh, Paul Paul Blessed, our good buddy on Twitter, was like, if Trump loses, it's going to be absolutely biblical. (laughs) (laughs) But but in an entertaining way, I'm sure. (laughs) Well, I got some dispatch. Peter's out for Bernie has some thoughts about it. Oh, (laughs) good. Great. Um... <clears throat> Are those Peters out for Joe now, weren't they? Uh, no, they went back to Bernie. <laughs> Disillusioned. We're all living yeah. back in the primary. That's right. I'm so in it. between some excitement about the McRib coming back and Ooh. calling oh. Jody Webb a liberal. Ch- uh, b- yeah, before you, say, before you dig into that, Tom, I got a classic post-election email from someone in like some media outlet in Kansas who wanted a... Re- like a Trump voter to talk to. Ooh, can't you just pretend to be? I was like, why are you reaching out to me? Like, I'm not even plugged into that world anymore. <laughs> like, we love to hear it. <laughs> okay, know. y'all ready for this? <clears throat> so I just floated the possibility. I, I did what they usually do when I was playing devil's advocate. <clears throat> I said, uh, <clears throat> They're all concerned they're going to lose their jobs in the gas industry. And I was like, that's actually the most ridiculous fear <laughs> that you could have. <laughs> they didn't when uh, the price of oil fell so below zero dollars. The needle has moved so little on that that when Obama came in office in 2008, they were calling. What were they calling natural gas, Tom? The bridge or the gateway fuel? Yeah, or something like a like bridge that? to like, yeah, to they're energy independence. They're still saying that 12 fucking years later. Yeah. Wow. There's been no movement on it. So they're fine. Their jobs are fine. They're concerned that raising minimum wage in Florida is going to limit their vacation potential. (laughs) That was number one. But I said... (gasps) They're pissed that the minimum wage was raised in Florida? Yeah. By a few dollars? So they celebrated a little prematurely because you know how, like, Trump did the whole thing where, like, they got it to where you got to do the, like, in-person voting results first. Uh Uh-huh. And they didn't put two and two together that, like, the reason that Trump's been taking all these sorters out of post offices and everything is to slow, like, mail-in ballots and stuff like that. It's all about that. (laughs) Right. And then they shot back with, oh, yeah? 
tell me how there's 11.7 million registered voters in Wisconsin, or uh, 10.2 million registered voters in Wisconsin, but 11.7 million ballots. <laughs> I, I said, that's interesting. <laughs> <laughs> and then they showed me the, their source there, and it was... Uh, it was uh, Dave Portnoy from Barstool Sports. <laughs> no way. I'll say the InfoWars. <laughs> yeah, even worse. And then they said, El Press says Trump wins easy. It's over. Good night, everybody. Amazing. Oh, wow. That was on election night? That was on election night. And I was like, damn. Because then, at that point, Vegas had Trump as the overwhelming favorite to win. Really? Minus 775. Because, I guess, whoever was making the odds didn't take into consideration that, like, it's going to look like Trump's in the lead early. This was an, a, a, a very underwhelming turnout for the Dems. Um, I just saw this. It looks like this will be the least party control changes on Election Day since at least 1944. That's, that's with like all state legislatures and uh, other races as well. Uh, Dems failed to flip a single state legislature. <laughs> really? Oh, my God. <laughs> Oh my God! They're the kings of blowing it, man. Uh, um, no, the the <laughs> hey, jobs, 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 hand jobs, blow jobs, rim jobs. The ki- the I bet they would win on that. Last night, the the chants were count the votes, um, <laughs> outside an election center in Arizona's Maricopa County. But then in Detroit, they were stop chanting, the- "Stop the count." <laughs> <laughs> I love the, wow, I love the two incoherent messages, but it's not Trump trying to steal the election. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god! I actually Jesus said this, and Peter's out for Bernie, and then they quickly changed the subject to Tom Brady's tenure at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <sighs> Fuck it all. Well, um, let's uh, let's sign off here. Um, hopefully you enjoyed the show this week. We have an announcement though to make. We have a fourth member to the show. I was about to say, you think we can get Aaron down here on the porch? Yeah, we're going to need to get him up here. Yeah, we're we're going to fly Aaron in <laughs> next week. Yeah, we'd have had him on the day but couldn't figure out how to make that work. Um, now, we've got a fourth member. A uh, fourth T. Old trap god. That's right. Somebody <laughs> on on the one of our forums. I didn't even know we had one of those. Wait, we have forums? I think Where? we have a Reddit forum. Really? believe so a subreddit oh my god somebody I'm terrified of that yeah um luckily aaron's last name starts with a t so. if anyone says anything bad about me on a forum and i don't get avenged <laughs> by god <laughs> y'all are out there letting them talk shit about me i'll not forgive you that's right um no we're very excited to have aaron on board uh ever you know he's been on at least what three or four episodes at this point yeah not by now uh, yeah. people love all of them um it's going to be great, and uh, he'll he'll be on the Patreon this this weekend, and probably in the episode next week. Um, we'll we'll see. Um, but uh, yeah, give him a, a hearty welcome. You can go follow him on Twitter, but he has way more followers. Yeah, go follow us. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's got enough. He's got all the followers. He's got way more followers than us. Um, but he's at Posadas Trap God. Um, that's Trap God underscore Trap God with the G D. Um, and then go support our Patreon at www.patreon.com slash Party, And um, hit, us, hit our lines, $5 a month. Um, get all the good content. And keep us all in your thoughts and prayers. We're on a knife's edge here. We really need some. We are not. <laughs> we are not wow. Doing good. <laughs> 
We need sleep. We need healing. Send us care packages. I slept. Guess I was fourteen years old. <laughs> oh my god! See, I, I don't. I can't. Um, I'm not like you. I can't do it. I miss. I get one night of bad sleep, and I'm fucking done. I haven't felt this shitty since college. You oh know. Oh my gosh! Like when you were full of poison, full of booze and caffeine. Now you're never sleeping. You're full of vitamins now and carrots, <laughs> and still can't. Hack. Still can't hack it. No. Oh, damn. I think I think the shadow of the intoxicants looms large is the problem. I think you're right. I think I, I there's the great Marguerite de Ross has that line uh, from Lover. It says, uh, uh, it was already too late for me too early on or something like that. <laughs> I ain't as good as I once was. Uh. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. Fuck it. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. Take care of yourselves and take care of each other, more importantly. And we'll see you next time. Bye.